Hello everyone. Do you recognize the voice? You know the voice because you know where you are. <laughs> I'm Angel Long and this is my podcast. Um, today is a podcast just about me. <laughs> Only me. No one else. Just me. Um, uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening to the podcast. I hope you've been enjoying them. Um, But I thought it was about time that I actually did a solo podcast. Um, When I originally started the podcast, I was like, oh, I'm going to do loads of solo ones. And I'm going to talk about this and talk about that. And it's just never really materialized. So here it is. Do you know how I'm going to do it? I'm basically going to ask some questions to myself. Um... So we might as well just get started because otherwise I'm just going to babble and then I'll be like, what the fuck? So let's get started. How did I get into porn? Basically, I used to watch porn. Obviously, it wasn't as easy to watch porn as it is now because there was no porn sites. There was no tube sites. There was no, you know, porn wasn't readily available. Um, But I used to watch basically the Freeview, which is um, in England. We have um, there was two TV companies, the Adult Channel and Television X. And on the hour, from 10 p.m. till about 5 a.m. on the hour, there's always 10-minute free views, which showed you what they were showing on their channels. Um, so you kind of seen sex, but not really sex. I mean, we're fucking soft as fuck over here for, like, the TV shows, like, TV channels. Like, it has to be, so- like, softcore, um, which means no dick going into holes, even though we are actually you're not allowed to see it so obviously the free view was even um softer so you could see them banging but you couldn't see below the waist which I actually realized when I started producing for them but that's a whole different story so we will get to that but yeah I used to watch the free view and then I also used to live with my, my friend um I paid like rent for his room kind of thing and he used to have this uh, VHS yes that's how fucking old I am VHS <laughs> and I used to put it on when he was like at work and stuff I'd put it on how old was I I suppose I was like 18 19 yeah probably about mm, about 19 I think um Anyway, I used to watch this porn. There was this one porn that I used to watch that he had. This girl had big fake tits. She was on the poolside. She was getting fucked. And I used to think, fucking hell. You know, and I love to fuck. Like, I, when I started having sex, I just loved to fuck. And I like—I used to like fucking people I shouldn't be fucking, but that's a whole other story as well. But I just liked to fuck. I never felt happier than when I was fucking. So I thought it'd be fucking cool to get paid to get fucked. Um, I didn't want to go down the escorting route and all of that. I was purely, I wanted to film. I wanted, I used to get turned on with the thought of people watching me fuck. Um, So I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do it really. Um, And now it's not as easy as what it is now. Obviously, I was like, how the fuck am I going to find out about porn? Like, you know, I don't 
know anyone who does it don't know anything about it or anything so um I used to find these contact magazines around which a contact magazine is what you know (laughs) it's so funny what do you think about it like basically people would write in and go oh I'm looking for a girl or I'm looking for a guy I suppose it's a date like you know equivalent of a dating app really maybe yeah I guess it would be the equivalent of what the an app is like tinder and all of that or all the other apps a contact magazine is the equivalent god it when you think about it i sound really fucking old don't i like how advanced we are compared to when i started born anyway um so basically i was i was looking through this contact magazine um and at the back of it it had like looking uh, like adverts looking for adult um girls for adult movies or something and it was for an agency so I took some pictures on my camera. I went and got them developed in a um, printing shop. Um, I can't remember exactly what the pictures were. I'm thinking they were topless or they were just me stood there. I do know that I fucking didn't know how to pose. And I wasn't that fucking sexy when I look and think about it. Nah, I really wasn't. I was so fucking skinny. Like when I look back on it now, I'm like flipping out. Like I had no boobs, no ass, and I was skinny as fuck. I mean, I was like, um, uh, I'd say, yeah, I'd say I was about 12 kilos lighter than what I am now. So you can imagine how skinny I was. So, um, but yeah, anyway, I'm digressing. I had these pictures taken and then I wrote a letter actually wrote a letter popped these pictures into this uh envelope and sent it off to the agent and then I got a phone call and they were like oh hey yeah uh would you be interested and I was like fuck yes so my first scene my first professional scene was a scene called lesbo chicks do boy girls lesbo chicks do boy girl from um television x i used to live in this flat um and they turned up to this flat because obviously they you know it was all about me um with the makeup artist the sound man uh one cameraman um all in my little one bed flat we did a little bit in the bath which now looking back on it i don't know how i did because whenever I get in the bath or a shower, I have to cream my body up. So I must've had to cream my body up afterwards. But anyway, yeah, we did a bit in the shower, we didn't the bath. Um, we did a bit in the living room and then we did all the fucking upstairs. And basically the scenario was I was, I was a lesbian and I wanted to do boy girl for the first time. Um, all I remember though, is we were fucking for so long, like literally in my loft that had no, um, windows or anything. Um, it was just like so long, like so long shagging. Like it took all day for like one scene. Um, but I did love it. I, 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 yeah, I, I just loved it. So that was the start. And then obviously you get a few other scenes come in and whatnot. I then did an amateur scene, um, a girl girl amateur scene. I have spoken about this on my first podcast or second podcast. Um, 
and it was my first girl girl obviously I went up to London we stayed we actually stayed with a girl I don't know why we stayed with a girl but yeah we stayed with the girl and then we went to the house her name was Mouse she was really small so obviously I'm fucking six foot nothing and she's like five foot nothing um and we did a girl girl in a chair and then we did a girl girl in a bath um and then I did a boy girl as well which um with Fraser yeah that was it and that was it but all I know is I woke up in the morning from um before the shoot and I'd had this weird dream that I had um we were doing the sex scene and it was in a bath in the middle of a field with a loads of people watching like it was all taped off and they were all watching us and I woke up and I was like what the fuck I think it's because I was so nervous like yeah I think I was really fucking nervous I guess it's nervous being um like working with someone that's not directly involved with me I don't know but yeah that was fun (laughs) um had I been with a girl before yes I had been with a girl before so I knew what I was doing that way um before I started this podcast I was like oh I'm gonna look for uh whenever anyone chats to me like if you know it's an old school porner um who have come come and found me on OnlyFans he's like oh my god I used to watch your porn I always remember UK student house like that was the the first one that they really seen me at so I thought I'd fucking try and find that basically online and you can still find it and I was actually in UK student house one I did a girl girl um with strap on and then I did a threesome um with a guy and the same girl so I thought I'd find it and I did find it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, will, I had fucking really long hair, <laughs> really long blonde hair. Um, but it really made me think when I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, I was so unconfident, really. And I look back and I'm like, God, I can't believe that people actually found me horny. <laughs> it's mental, but so good because... I was so nervous and so shy and so unconfident um, because obviously I started looking at loads of other scenes as well of like back in that era of like 20 odd years ago. And um, yeah, I just didn't have any confidence. I was totally not a glamour girl at all. I was just so shy and like, (laughs) Like I seen this one clip um, and basically I it was in America and I had to walk down the street naked and then I sucked off this guy like behind this dumpster kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I was just so like, would you like me to do that? <laughs> it's just weird. I definitely feel that porn has helped me become my confident self um yeah totally and definitely getting tattooed and becoming myself and being happy in my body and myself like yeah totally (laughs) 
just sat looking out into the the trees looking I'm like oh my god it's like it's like um way back in time you know when you're sat there and you're thinking about it like way back in time (laughs) but yeah so porn has definitely helped me with my confidence and all of that I wanted to chat about um it says how long was it before you realized that porn was the right career for you I knew straight away even though I'm going on about how unconfident I was and how shy I was and that was literally the beginning like I um found it really hard to act to um just be me as such but as soon as the sex started that's when my my confidence grew so I knew that porn was the right job for me because I love to fuck people different people and I was getting paid for it and people were also started to as soon as people started to see the porn I was like yeah because that was like that's my get off my get off thing like I love people watching me and telling me and and all of that so yeah pretty quickly I realized porn was the right job for me um because I was my own boss as well so yeah I I guess I I found out realized quickly 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 um if you had to put a time on it of well when I felt yeah porn is I feel like I've you know started good in this career was when I got the contract with the adult with the adult channel now adult channel is part of playboy tv uh obviously the playboy I think is American um and the adult channel was there the English version we had the adult channel and spice which was more fetish related um so yeah I, I don't know when I got the contract but basically I got a contract for um to be an adult channel presenter um which meant I couldn't work for anyone else apart from them for tv work so I couldn't do any television x stuff or anything like that um and I got given a couple of series to shoot uh one was called Angel Long's Extreme Filth and then I had another series Angel Long Extreme's Filth 2 um that was such a big achievement for me because all the other adult channel girls were sort of blonde and bigger fake tits um and all of that whereas here I was skinny as fuck no tits (laughs) no but (laughs) tall as fuck and I guess they just seen something in me and they liked the sex that I I gave um because I did the two series for them and then I also was a uh, presenter for SX TV um, for three years, I think it was. SX TV was a live sex show. Uh, it was a proper show, really. So we did some phone ins. Um, it was an hour and a half, I think. Um, we did some phone ins. We did some presenting. We did some sex. We did. Um, that was it, really. But it was good. We had to learn scripts, which I always find really fucking. Like scripts are harder to learn for me. You know, I was never a feature girl, definitely not. Like I would much rather just have Gonzo sex. Where there's kind of a theme, but not, if you know what I mean. Um, I found it really hard to learn scripts. Um, 
I actually did a podcast with Cherie Deville um, the other day and she told me how she learns script and how she does it is really fucking good. Like, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I really enjoyed doing the live shows. Like, I guess really to get my kink, that's that was a great way of getting it because back then you didn't really have a lot of social media and we didn't really have a lot of like, you know, I think it was MySpace, but there was no way for um, fans to get in contact with us. So when you used to do these live shows and people used to call up, uh, that's how you found out that they were wanking to you, that they were, you know, they were enjoying it. Um, So that was always really fucking kinky. I think the first time I really realized that people were watching it was when obviously I went to all the car shows and they're like, oh, and they knew who I was. That was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, you didn't know other than that. It's so different to how it is now, like with Twitter and OnlyFans and all of that. But, but yeah, that was when I first realized that I kind of was doing okay in my career, really. I've got here, has your style of shooting changed over the years you have been working? My confidence has grown. Obviously, when I first started, I wasn't as dominant as I am now. Um, That is my character has evolved to be that this person. I'd say I was, yeah, very, very shy to start with, but yeah, but was quite filthy in the sex. Um, And I I guess I always knew what I wanted. So once I, I suppose I'd been in the industry a few years, I was like, you know what, this is how I want to fuck. You know, this is my character that I'd made. Um, I did find that sometimes with guys, if they weren't um, strong enough, they used to find it really hard to work for me because I can be quite cold, I suppose. I just want to get fucked. Um, I'm not particularly one of these people that like, oh, I want to fucking flirt with you off set and I want to like shag you off set. No, I'm not really into that. I want it all to get fucked up on camera. Um, so I guess, yes, I've evolved over the years to create this character that I am now. Um, the sex is the same though like after a few years you know I just want to get fucked that's it Um, so I do think the sex is the same really maybe I've become more passionate yeah I'd say I'd be more I'm more passionate now than I was but I think that's my confidence coming, really. Definitely. I don't know. What do you think for anyone that's listening? Do you think my sex has changed? Yes, my confidence has grown. Yes, um, my dominance has grown. Um, so I guess, I, yes, it has. God, that took me a long time to go around there, didn't it? I fucking kept going round and round. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I've got a question here. What's my favorite kind of scene to shoot? Favorite scene to shoot. When I used to do professional porn, 
I just used to love anal, like anal, because it was so dirty. Just made me just just seemed dirtier. Um, so yeah, boy, girl, anal, multiples. That was my favorite thing to shoot. Um, now I would say, um, right now I'm really into me getting, just being me and getting pleasure. Um, I love threesomes now. Mark and a girl. Oh my, so fucking good. Okay, we have. Do you have a favorite scene? It's a fucking good one, that is. Okay. So, favorite scene I shot when I was performing professional scenes. Um, I loved Seven the Hard Way. And for anyone that doesn't know what that is, Seven the Hard Way was seven guys. It was a it was a red light district um, DVD line. Um, I think I was in Seven the Hard Way number two, and it's exactly what it is. It sounds seven guys and you. Um, we did this whole fucking scene like I did loads of anal, loads of DP, a double anal. Um, it was like really crazy scene where I was totally in control. <laughs> I was like, come on, fuck me good. Um, I actually think at the end of the scene, I could have done a whole nother scene because it was just so fucking good. Uh, so yeah, that was my favorite scene. I think when I was um, performing, I also really liked uh, the scene with Ashley and Lexington Steele who doesn't love Lexington still he's a great performer um and Ashley was fucking amazing so it was like I think it's called Top Guns um we were both dressed in a little bit of latex and what did she lead me or did I lead I can't remember one of us one of us led the other um we played with each other we stuck big fucking anal beads up our asses and then we fucked Lexington in a three-way that was a good scene too definitely a good scene um favorite scene lately say the foursome I had with Amber Victoria and Mark was very good I got anally fucked for five minutes we all just shared his dick and shared each other's pussies and all of that. Um, and then they spunked in Victoria or Amber's mouth. I'm not certain which one. And then they fucking dripped in my gaping butthole. So good. There's been loads of scenes lately that have been really fucking good. Very good. <laughs> so fucking horny thinking back um I also always like to ask what's the most people that you have fucked in a scene 
So I was just talking about seven the hard way. So that was seven guys and me. I used to do a lot of gangbang, sort of like four guys at a time, just me. Um, but I always remember doing this um, orgy scene, which I think was about 10 girls and about 10 guys. I want to call it, I want to say it's called salt and pepper orgy, but I've, I don't actually know if that's the name of it. I can't remember. All I know, it was so many girls and so many guys and it literally was just a free for all that's a lie um I have done a 40 girl orgy but 40 girls is way too fucking many like it was that was that was really old school that was like for the adult channel it's some fucking boxing room boxing ring thing I was 40 girls and I think Michelle Thorne I think we've spoken about it actually on the Michelle Thorne um podcast so go and check that out and we were proper chatting about it but yeah 40 girls um and then the director's like girls come <laughs> 40 girls coming all at once is very loud obviously it was a fake come because if you could get 40 girls coming at the same time, fuck me, that would be amazing. But obviously it's not. But yeah, it was very, very loud. Um, so yeah, that was that was 40 girls. Uh, but yeah, this salt and pepper orgy, if that's what it was called, was um, loads of black guys um, and just us all fucking. Like we did anal, we did DP. It was like we didn't know where the dick had gone or or anything. It was just like, yes free for all so I think that's probably the most guys I've fucked I don't think there's any other scenes really that I can think of um yeah I'm not gonna lie this podcast is kind of difficult to record I'm not very good at talking to myself am I (laughs) I'm kind of like Hmm. You need someone to bounce off of, but it's okay. We will get through this. <laughs> we will get through this podcast, and I'm going to do loads more solo ones. So every time I'm going to improve. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. So just bear with me for this one, and I hope you're still enjoying it because. <laughs> but it's very erratic, up and down, and all that. But that's just me I think you probably realize that from listening to me or watching me in porn and stuff like that I am very erratic so I'm trying to be more level I've just realized my go-to word is so 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 like 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 and um I reckon you should do a game. And every time I say so, or um, or like, you should take a drink. You'll be fucking pissed as fuck by the end of the podcast. I promise you. So, <laughs> take a big gulp now. I want to talk about my first anal in America. I can't remember my first anal over here. I do remember... Um, when I shot a scene pretty early in my career, I did a scene with Omar, who is was a really well-known um, porn star in England at the time. Um, take a drink. And 
I did a scene for him. This was pretty early in my career. His dick was the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life at the time. I know when he got it out, I was like, fucking hell. They were like, do you want to do an anal with him? I was like, uh, no, <laughs> not right now. Um, I hadn't even started doing anal. Um, I didn't know anything about like cleaning your butt out. And I have to give it to, um, what's her fucking name? Kirsten she was the first person to ever say to me well if you're gonna do anal you have to clean your ass out all of that so thank you to Kirsten <laughs> but yeah basically I did this scene with Omar uh, I hadn't even it was I was a tennis girl we played it was this massive location so obviously I've gone from uh, like not being in the industry to being in the industry and going on set with this like we went to this huge house I don't know where it was they had like tennis courts and all that so they'd hired the house out for his movies because he used to do Omar's something or other movies he was really big back in the day but it was a tennis scene so I was wearing tennis outfit we played a bit of tennis (laughs) I don't know if I actually hit the ball but we played a bit of tennis and then we went to the grass and we fucked and yeah it was the biggest dick I've ever fucking seen I was like there's no way like that is going in my butt right now Anyway, cut a long story short. I can't remember when I did my first anal in England. Don't know what it was. Um, Yeah, I can't remember. Cut, but going back. So take a drink. Um, We take another drink. (laughs) When I first time I ever went to America, obviously I've spoken about this in the podcast with people before where you do the go-tos where you go with your agent you get in their car and you all go around like I said I don't think they do that anymore and you go around and you see you have to go and get naked just stand there get naked for them to look at your body um now looking back like I said earlier fuck me I was so skinny fucking five foot eleven flat up and down like and shit tattoos like yeah anyway (laughs) I look so much better now but going back to the thing I get a message from my agent he's like oh I've got an anal for you like uh I think I shot a couple of scenes um like it's with Lexington Steel okay I just wanted to check how do you feel about doing your anal with him now I hadn't seen Lexington Steel's dick um I hadn't looked at it I hadn't seen it um so my agent was like just so you know his dick is huge like is his dick 14 inches or something like or 13 inches or something like that I don't I don't know how big his dick is um but yeah I was like hmm he was the agent was like are you sure you want to do it I was like hmm fuck yes let's do it so yeah my first scene first anal was with Lexington Steel I think it was called up your ass up my ass 20 for um anabolic or something like that this was back in the era when the fucking there was so many companies that made DVDs like they had fucking huge warehouses with like fuck loads of DVDs but Anyway, I'm digressing back to the anal scene. So anyway, I agreed to it. I was like, yes, I can do this. Turned up on set. It was like Lexington was there with the cameraman. He got his dick out and I was just like, fucking hell. His dick is fucking huge. But I can, 
I can say, I did it. I achieved getting his cock into my arsehole. Yes. <laughs> Where the fuck does their dicks go, though? Like, thinking about it. Where do they go? You've got a massive dick like that. Like, how does it all fit in? Like, I see these some of these girls that are tiny. I mean, I'm like fucking 5'11". Um, so obviously I've got more length, do you know what I mean? And I see some of these girls that are fucking five foot nothing. Like, where does the dick go? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not like when you do one of those anal depth toys and it like curls round in your fucking colon or whatever it does. Like, you know, so like you can take more like anyway. So, yeah, the scene was good. Going back to the scene. Um, it was very gonzo, very just talking dirty to the camera, talking dirty to him. Um, it was a good scene. And I did his dick. So, yeah, that was my first anal experience. I think it was even one of my first scenes in America. And then obviously I was there for like a couple of months and I worked quite a lot. I did a, a few um, DPs and gangbangs. It was, it was good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my first experience of anal. That I re- It wasn't my first experience of anal, but in America... Like I said, I can't remember what my scene was in England. I do know that like back then it used to be one of them ones. Like over here nowadays, it's kind of like people go to legal porno and they ended up doing double anal when they've only been working for six months, you know. Whereas back then, um, it really was like you started at the lower level. So I didn't ever start just on girl, girl. I always start, I started boy, girl. Um and because I was known for doing boy girl, I guess I was shot a lot more boy girl. But yeah, I did boy girl for a while. Like I don't know how many years, you know. And then I'm like, mm, I think, I think I'm ready to do some anal now. And then you do anal, and like the price was not that much more. Like the prices were really, it's you know, people think that we make thousands from a scene, like getting paid. Uh, I mean, I think I guess the price is a lot more now than it was back then. But but even back then, though, the price. You know, you go to work, like I think a like girl girl was like two hundred and boy girl was two fifty and um like anal was three hundred and then then it went to three fifty, you know, that kind of thing. But it really wasn't that much more money to do an anal. Um, especially with all the prep that you had to do to do anal, really, when you think about it. But um but yeah, I once I started doing anal, like I was like, I wanna do anal, like let me do anal please so then I did a lot of anal scenes but yeah um like I said it's really not as much money as people think um shooting professional scenes I mean I haven't shot a professional scene for a long time so I mean the money might be completely different now um obviously with bigger companies um there's more money in 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 the industry I suppose but yeah the money wasn't great but you have to look at it and go, okay, well, I've just gone and done a scene, like full, it'd be 12 hour day, by the time you drive somewhere, because that's what you have to take into consideration, the driving to get somewhere, on set load time, the scene might take however long, and then you're driving home, so you might be out of your house for like 12, 14 hours kind of thing, um, it was a big paycheck when you think about it, you know, like instant 200 pound for the day, um, 
but if you only work like once or twice a week it's really not very much um if you think about it so yeah anyway back to some questions back to some questions what am I gonna ask I always I sometimes ask do you prefer gonzo or porn with a script I love gonzo my go-to for porn is gonzo I have always enjoyed gonzo a lot more I think it's because I I didn't get into porn to be an actress and my acting skills are very low I that's my confidence I think um I don't like people <laughs> it's fucking stupid. when you actually think about it it's fucking stupid really but um I don't like people looking at me like I have a real thing about like sex having sex you can look at me all you fucking want I love that if I'm having sex fuck yes watch me but if I'm talking on my own I'm really, really self-conscious. Like I've already spoken about this, like earlier in this podcast and stuff. So I think for me, like features where I have to actually act and try and act when I'm not a very good actor, I would subconsciously think about it all the time. So I'd make myself like have so much more anxiety and just not forget, forget my words and, and all of that. So I would much rather have always done and will always do much rather gonzo, where it's, there might be a little bit of a theme, but it's more about the sex um and I was never really uh very popular for feature films I think it is because I did have the shit tattoos the Tasmanian devil on my ass um I didn't have the greatest body you know I didn't have big boobs big ass or anything like that so I wasn't really the kind of look that people wanted for uh feature films I did do a few feature films mainly just um, you know, the odd scene here and there. I wasn't really an actress feature film kind of thing. Um, do I regret not doing them? No, not at all. <laughs> it's just not, it's just not me. I just want to literally, I just wanted to fuck. People used to say to me when I first started in the industry, like, oh, why haven't you done like catwalk modeling? Why haven't you done this? Because like, you're so tall and like skinny and all of that. And I'm like, because I don't want to, because I just want to fuck. Like, I don't want to be an actor. I don't want to be a model. I don't want to be an actress. I wanted to have sex for a living. So, so yeah, um, I definitely prefer Gonzo to um, feature films, you know. Okay, so I wanted to move through my career a little bit to where I started producing. Uh, so before I say about that, when I got the adult channel contract and I got the series and my name was obviously in the title of a series, Angel Long's Extreme Filth. When I used to see that on the free view, I would that would just make me so happy and that's when I really thought that yes I've made it <laughs> I've made it in the porn industry my name is in the free view and anyone can see it like you know that's that's cool so I've always wanted to do the producing I 
have been I'm self-taught on everything I definitely could do with some other like some more learning on the lighting and all of that because I'm very much one of these people that like I just like it really Americanized I like it bright I like it you can see everything you can you know I'm not really a producer of nice fancy lighting and all of that so yes I could definitely learn other things but I like gonzo sex so for me what I do is is great so I basically decided I wanted to produce so what I needed to do was come up with an idea approach the tv company and say look I've got this idea would you be interested in it um they say yes or no then they said that I had to um do one episode to see how you know basically uh, obviously because I'm going from a porn star side of it to trying to be a director and they're like well we don't know whether or not you can actually do it so I had to produce a trailer scene which then got had to get sent in and they looked at it and said okay yeah cool we want to give you some money because you know you're capable of producing so I've shot uh two series for adult channel they were both girl girl series one series I was wearing a strap on and I was directing so I was like um talking behind the camera um yeah talking behind the camera and fucking and stuff like that and then I've also shot I think about 10 series for television X um, the first one being, I think it was called Paul, Angel Long's Porn Apprentice or something, which I had um, bend over in, being whatever the apprentice guy's name. That's really bad. I don't know that. You know who I mean. The main guy on The Apprentice. I don't actually watch it, so I don't know what his name is. I do really, but I can't remember that guy. He was playing him. And then we had these other porn stars auditioning, doing stuff. Um, it went good. At the time, I was the only cameraman. Um, and then obviously, and I was the editor. So I then taught Mark everything he knows, really. So that now he is second camera. And... Um, yeah, and he does all the editing. So yeah, so it's it was good. Having my name on Freeview, knowing I produced that program as well, that was such a kick. Like, it was so good. We did a anal long, which was kind of cool. Obviously, it was all anal sex. <laughs> so we had to find five girls that do anal sex. Um, the start of the scenes... Uh, was me putting things up their butts like different things so not just dildos um we had ping pong balls we have candles we had toys um I can't remember what else we had there was loads of stuff but yeah it was quite fun going out and having to buy <laughs> basically when I go out shopping I'm like looking around going yep that will go up my ass that will go up my no that won't go up my oh that might go up my ass so yeah we had to go out shopping basically oh yeah ping pong but not ping pong you know like bowling like the 
temping bowling we had plastic ones of those going up their butts as well so yeah we had to go out and we had to buy all these different things that we were going to try and fit in their assholes uh so yeah that was good we had like sam bentley oh god yeah and then we had uh kiki minaj putting a baseball bat up her ass and she did like a double anal as well we did it in this uh where at night like um have a drink um have a drink we did it in this scrapyard basically it was cool it was good oh what else was there sam bentley she she did something i can't remember what she stuck up her ass but yeah it was good so a lot of my series for television x was very um where i would direct from behind the camera talking dirty and like touching them up and stuff that is totally my style of filming like I love being behind the camera and just start touching the girls and like getting them to eat my pussy and like making them do things to like the guy and all of that. So that's totally how I like to film. I can film the other way where I don't talk and I'm just a camera person. Um, and I'm fucking fine at that. Do you know what I mean? But my favorite style of producing is me directing from behind the camera and just talking dirty and being filthy hence the evil angel stuff um and all of that so i wanted to talk about like i always ask about funny experiences so i <laughs> i thought i would chat with you <coughs> excuse me i thought i would chat with you a few things okay so basically, before Sophie Anderson was the cock destroyer and all of that, um, we kind of like did a whole series with her called Sophie. And we did two series with her, actually. Did Sophie Anderson push to her limits? Um, obviously, I worked with Sophie and I was like, oh, my God, she's so fucking like she's cool as fuck. Um, and she likes the sex I kind of like. So I want to get her a series for Television X, um, approach Television X. They're like, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So Sophie had a lot of, um, take a drink. <laughs> Sophie had a lot of input in this series because I wanted it to be sex that she wanted. So she said, I want a gangbang. But I don't want it to be a gangbang with performers like actual performers like with tests and all of that i want it to be a gangbang of normal guys we'll put johnny's on them and we'll fuck so i was like okay yeah cool put out on my twitter all of that sort of thing um looking for guys looking for guys now normally when you do this you kind of get loads of people going oh yes 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 definitely definitely and then they just don't bother turning up uh, whether or not be nerves that come over whether or not be you know she, you suddenly think fuck I can't do that whatever it is you know they don't turn up anyway so uh, we basically had 20 guys that said they were going to turn up and we were like yeah there's no way even if fucking five of them turn up that'd be amazing you know I hired this um, club in Birmingham that was like a swingers club Hang on two seconds, I'm having a drink. I'm right back. Um, yeah, hired this club in Birmingham. Got there early, obviously had makeup for Sophie. 
And then these guys start turning up. We get one. We get two. We get three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And I'm thinking, fucking hell. I've got enough model releases. <laughs> Obviously, I've got fucking loads of model releases. But um, because if you don't have a model release, you can't fucking sell it. But, you know, it's that kind of that one way, like, oh, my God, I can't believe all these people are turning up. What the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? Um, 15, 16, 17. Oh, no, sorry, I think it's 16. So we were like, fucking hell, 16 guys. Luckily, I as soon as they turned up, I took their IDs and I did a model release because, you know, that's the most important fucking thing at the end of the day, because if I don't get the model releases for the people, we can't we can't show it. We start the sex. So obviously for uh, a television X series, you have to do pretty girl pictures, which is like just pretty girls, single girls. You have to do uh, pictures with whoever is in the scene full scene kind of thing so there was 16 guys and sophie then you have to do like soft and hard pictures uh so people will have to be soft if it's soft you can't see anything if it's hard you have to see hard dick and then we do the hardcore scene and the softcore scene that was what it was doing um so <laughs> it was a busy day like a hectically busy day Anyway, we did all the photos and all of that. We started the sex scene. It was all about just basically as soon as they got hard, putting a Johnny on them, and then she would just go around fucking and sucking and doing whatever whatever she wanted at the time. And, and I was just basically capturing it. So we did the hardcore scene first because we thought, well, we don't know how well their dicks are going to be, you know, how how they're going to be hard. We had a couple of guys that weren't performers, but had done a cup, maybe like an amateur scene um, who had fucking strong dicks all the way through. And then the most of the guys, to be fair, actually got hard and, and fucked and spunked. But get this. So we're doing the scene. There's me filming. There's Mark filming. Um, we're getting all the content. We're like, you know, like, oh yeah, all hard dicks, put Johnny on fuck, you know, all of this. And then, like, literally we started and within sort of five minutes of one guy come, you know, because you can't, these aren't professional guys. These are just amateur guys. So you, you can't go, oh, no, you can't come yet. You have to wait to the end to come. So as soon as they were fucking and then they were like, oh, my God, I'm going to come. So then they come on, come on her. So it was quite cool because she obviously had come all the way through the scene in a way. But halfway through the scene, I'm like looking around, I'm thinking... Well, oh, it's not that many guys. Well, obviously there was. It was probably about twelve guys. I was like, hmm. turn around, looking around. I was like, where's the guys that have, that have already come? What they'd done was they'd literally come in. Obviously, did the pictures, did like whatever they did in the scene, and then they spunked, but they didn't even say goodbye or <laughs> or anything. They I turned around. And, and they'd fucked off like they'd just gone because in their head they it was just a gangbang and once they'd come they fucking come whereas for us it was like this is a fucking shoot this is for a company we have to do it you know what i mean so yeah literally some guys like fucked spunked and fucked off again so when we came to shoot in the soft scene um 
what had been 16 guys, I think ended up being 10 guys because literally they had all fucked off. <laughs> so funny. I was just like, what the fuck? But anyway, it was a really, really good scene. She did fucking amazing. And we did DPs and anals and all of that. So we come to the end of the heart of the, the hardcore shoot. And I'm like, yeah, everyone can come now. So, so Sophie's in the middle with all these guys wanking around her and like going to come and all of that. So basically it's one guy that comes in spunks. Then leaves. One guy comes in spunk. One guy comes in spunk. All that. So I think one of us. I think I. I'm on the floor, like filming down, and Mark's on a ladder from over the top, looking down. Um, if what's going on, we did like a couple of guys, and then all of a sudden, this guy come in, and he literally, as he exploded, he farted. <laughs> Mark's on the camera just like nearly dropped the camera because it's just so funny and I'm just like laughing, laughing Sophie just looks into the camera or looks at Mark and just starts giggling but then has to like get in stay into character because he's literally spunking oh but it was just so funny like it was just funny because it was like silent because everyone's like okay we've got, got to come got me I got maybe be quiet be coming kind of thing yeah, he just fired. That was just so funny. But Sophie, Sophie's brilliant. She was just good. But yeah, that was a really, really good scene. Like, really good scene. But, um, and I, I got to admit, I am pretty fucking impressed that we managed to pull it off. Like, first of all, that we managed to get 18 amateur guys or guys that aren't even amateur guys that just didn't, you know, wanted to do a gangbang kind of thing. Um, I think most of them fucking, like, got hard. Most of them come. So it was a fucking massive achievement, like, because it's, do you realize how hard it is to film a soft core porn um, with all those dicks? Luckily, obviously, <laughs> six of them had fucked off or something or like 10. I, you know, I think I think it was 10. We started or 12. We started with the soft core. But it's so hard to like shoot because, like I said, soft core, you're, you're allowed to see the hard dick, but you can't see her touching it. And it can only be like a second. You can't see you can't see um, the cock going into the fucking pussy or into the mouth. Everything has to be hidden. So you got ten fucking dicks wandering around. Like it is hard. I had to keep going. Oh, don't touch a dick while she's. You know, it's very difficult. But we did it. What a fucking achievement! Like it was a good a good day, and the television X loved the scene loved the whole series i mean the other scenes was we did a massive like um massive toys lucia and her did these huge there was like a horse dick and like this massive butt plug thing but we didn't make that in we didn't make she didn't manage to get that into her pussy but um but yeah we fucked this horse horse dick um we did a we did a we did, what other scenes did we do I should really have looked it up before I started talking about it so that I could remember what it was. I should always remember that, you know, because now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I can't even fucking remember what it is because it's like I've asked myself a question. I don't know. I have to, I'll have to think on it and I'll inject it back in if I remember. But it was basically five scenes, all crazy, pushing her to the limit. It was good.
good series. We also did a series with her called The Cuck. The Cuck Hunt, no, Cuck Destroyer or something. And it was all to do with, um, she had a boyfriend that was a cuck and she fucked loads of people like and told him all about it and they'd get off to it and stuff that was kind of good that was the first bisexual scene i'd ever filmed or have ever filmed i'd never filmed anything else um so it was like a two guys and her for one of the scenes um and the two guys are doing each other and they're all sucking each other's dicks it was fucking horny it was good like really good um but yeah, Sophie Anderson is cool. So that was just a funny experience on set, the guy farting. <laughs> I just had to cut off the podcast and go and make myself a sandwich. Cheese and salad cream sandwich. But I only had one piece of bread, so I had to just do one. You know, when you fold over the bread, um, fill it with fucking cheese and salad cream. Oh, so good. Um, and while I was down there, I thought I um, I should say about how the difference between producing and starring. So when you star in a porn film, obviously you just turn up on set, they tell you what you want or what they want, you fuck, you do paperwork and you leave. And you might not ever think about that scene ever again, like... I'm pretty good that I remember most of my scenes. Um, if someone messaged me going, oh, do you remember this scene? I'm like, oh, yeah, kind of thing. Um, I don't have a very good memory for things, but I do have a memory for scenes that I've shot, which is really weird. But yeah, so basically you'd go up there and, and you just don't even think about it. You're not worrying about what the editing is. You're not worrying about whether or not they got everything they needed. You know, you've done your job and then you've left. Obviously, when you're producing yourself it's very different and obviously I don't have a massive team around me um I'm not that level of production you know the brasses the Danny D's and all of that sort of stuff um so and obviously they've got massive responsibilities because they shoot a lot more and this and the other but um when you're producing it yourself you have to do everything so you come up with the idea you if it's script um you do the script a lot of our stuff was not script um driven but obviously you still have to have the ideas for the scene to how it gets started um you obviously have to find the locations you have to put the right talent together you then when you're on set you have to make sure everything's okay you make sure everyone everyone is okay you know, decide where you're going to shoot, the makeup, the, you know, people turning up. And then basically, it is all your responsibility. So if you don't film enough, or what you film is not good enough, or, you know, there's dick problems because they can't get hard, um, that's one problem you could have. Or... You know, it's, it's all your responsibility. So it took me a long time, obviously, because I've spoken about my nervousness and my anxiety and stuff like that. So for a while, when I first started producing, I was just a ball of fucking like nerves. Um, 
and I've really had to learn to deal with my anxiety and um because at the end of the day it's not fun if you're you know got you're so anxiety driven that it's just like oh my god you feel so stressed doing it you don't want to do it like that do you so I've had to really had to like learn and help myself um and how to deal with how I am because at the same time if it's not done or I haven't I don't get a model release or I don't get the cum shot or I don't get this or I don't get that I have to deal with that I have to cope with that you know if I make a mistake I have to deal with that so when you're like if you're just a performer you just come on set and it's not really you don't have to worry about any of that but when it's your own production there's a lot more responsibility because like I said, if you don't have model releases, you can't sell it. Or if you don't have this, that, and the other, then you can't do it. So yeah, it took me a long time to um, be able to cope with it and learn what my coping te- techniques are when I start to get anxiety. Because when I get anxiety, I, a lot of people are probably exactly the same like my brain just goes to mush and I can't think about what I'm doing. And that's really fucking awkward when you've got people coming to you and going, what are we doing, Angel? What are we doing? And you're like, fuck. So, so yeah, there's a massive difference between performing and producing. I think just mainly responsibilities. Like I have made mistakes before. Like I've spoken before about, how when I was shooting this was in America 2020 2020 so you know I've been producing for like seven eight years or whatever it is and when I went to LA um to shot with fucking huge stars Marcus Dupree who's like the number one fucking highest paid porn actor at the time was um and like Paige Owens who's fucking massive um and Maria it was Maria wasn't no Anyway, one of the girls, she was like an Italian. Um, I literally didn't start the camera, filmed a couple of minutes, looked down, realized. I was like, fuck. So lucky that I realized pretty fucking quick because then I had to stop. It's so embarrassing. I have to stop. And then my, your anxiety starts fucking playing because you're like, fuck, I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake. Oh, like that, my brain's going. I had to stop and I had to go, I'm really, really sorry, but we're just going to start that little bit a segment before because, because I wasn't recording. Not what you want to be saying to, you know, massive star, porn stars, you know, but mistakes are made. Um. And sometimes we walked away from a scene going, oh, that wasn't the greatest scene. Um, yeah, it's not, the guy really, really struggled or, you know, the, the connection wasn't there between them. The sexual tension wasn't there, you know. <clears throat> um, and then we've edited it and obviously it's always a lot better than what you actually think because at the time you're like, oh God. Um, so yeah. An editor can make or break a scene. Like I've always just think that with the perform performing, like if a scene is really, really like stagnant because the guy is struggling or all of that, the editor editor can make it look amazing. But also a scene that 
looks really, really good at the time of shooting and is really fucking cool. Also, an editor can fuck up that scene. So I know that we've shot a scene. We shot once shot a scene um, in this warehouse. It wasn't the greatest location. It wasn't the most comfiest location. The guy literally struggled. Like, I think he had five Viagras. Like, if it's not going to work after the first one, it's not going to work. Um, in the end, I had to um, pull the scene and just say, okay, well, we'll do a softcore scene. Um, the hardcore, we'll just do as much as you can because we've got a little bit of a blowjob and then I'm going to have to just jump in and do the scene with you kind of thing. Um, so it's like a girl-girl with this one guy, that uh, the girl-girl with this girl, uh, but the guy who struggled and we got the scene. But that scene, once we edited it together, actually went up for an award, which was absolutely crazy but yeah like it proves that editing can make or break a scene so have a drink just said so I always ask this question is your home sex different to your porn sex because it's always interesting to hear um oh hang on a minute my headphones have left the building because I pulled them out Okay, I'm back. Yeah, so is um is home sex different to porn sex? The only difference for me is the camera is there. Uh my home sex is very much like my porn sex. My porn sex is quite like rough, ready, like fucking yeah, let's fucking have it, you know. If anything, my home sex is more brutal. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. It's not brutal. <laughs> rough, I suppose. You know, I love, 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 love to get choked. Like, and I'm not just meaning, you know, where the choking, where you cut the blood kind of going through the oxygen going to your head, like, you know, where, how you're supposed to choke, where the, the tube, I'm, I'm doing it now. I'm like pushing on my, I'm just pushing on my thing. <laughs> I've got my fingers either side of my throat and I'm like, oh, I can feel that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't, I don't just like just that. I don't like, I don't want you just to cut off my um, oxygen supply supply. I want you to choke me. I want you to put your weight on my fucking throat so it just cuts off everything like I just like that I like to feel like that can make me wet as fuck if you're fucking me and you're choking me oh, my pussy just fucking comes so hard um so I'd say my home sex is more rough than my personal sex. I do also obviously like to make love, um, which I don't very often do on, um, on camera. Like I have started doing it a little bit more because I want to show the other side of me as well for my OnlyFans. So I have started making it where I'm just like, you know what? I just want to fucking come. I don't care if you like you can necessarily see it or I just want you to see us being like into each other. So I've started shooting that for my for my for myself for OnlyFans. But I wouldn't put I wouldn't shoot that. If I was going out to do a scene, I wouldn't shoot that 
ever for anyone else like that doesn't interest me um but yeah I definitely feel that like my porn sex and my um home sex are the same but yeah definitely more rougher in my personal life I also like control now I'm just thinking about what sex I like control fuck being made to do things and things like that Hmm. if only you could get away with seeing what I like (laughs) you can't get away with it anymore there probably are websites out there that like I could put on to but yeah so I definitely think that it's very the same slightly rougher in my private life but it's the same kind of sex so I'm just thinking about it now I'm just like hmm what other things turn me on there's quite a few things control is a big one because it's like I I love to be told what to do um I love to suck dick as well (laughs) so if you're telling me to get on my knees and fucking suck your dick yes so yeah I, I I love sucking dick like yeah that's cool um I also love public sex I have spoken about this on uh, other podcasts that I've done with other people. Um, I just love to fuck in public. Not in a place, obviously, where um, you can get caught. When I, when I was younger, I was like, just really, I guess you just didn't don't really think about it when you're younger. Um, like I fucked in some very public places. Um, and kind of not worrying about what we'll see as long as there's no children around obviously I don't want wouldn't do anything and even back then even in the years when I was like oh god I just want to fuck here um I would never do it when children's around obviously like that's a fucking given but um I have been caught quite a few times <laughs> one time I was having sex in a car in the back seat of a car car sex um and next thing you know we had a knock on the door and we were like who's that realized it was the fucking police and they moved us on um another time me and mark have um been fucking in the car we pulled up in this lay-by um we put the light on because i wanted to see what was going on didn't think about dogging i'll be honest i've never been dogging as in go to a dogging site and you know um as much as I love um, being watched, it's not something that I have ever really thought about doing. It's not something that I've gone, oh, yeah, I really want to go to find a dog in sight and go there and have loads of people watch me. Um, strange, really, why I've never thought about doing that. But I suppose I've done the equivalent of like, it's it's the equivalent of the same thing as like pulling up in a car and a lay-by and fucking. So I've done a lot of that. Um, I remember one time me and Mark did it. Um, 
he used to live in one town, I lived in the other town. So in between the two towns, there's this lay-by, like in this, it's like a bit of a wood, um, like the road goes down, obviously it was a lay-by. Um, we pulled in there, we put the light on because I like to see everything. We're shagging. Next thing you know, this car that was put um, over the other side, it fucking starts up, comes up right beside us, pulls in front of us, and then reverses back. And we were like, what the fuck? Obviously, he thought that we were there to be watched because we had the light on. I guess that's, is that one of the, one of the, you know, the thing, the signs. But yeah, that was a, uh, he did drive off pretty quickly though so he obviously got scared <laughs> but um but yeah that was kind of like what the fuck's he doing um mid like shagging riding him or whatever um but yeah also i have <laughs> i've actually come back from it today because we went up to london to get tested because we're doing a scene on thursday which actually this would have already come out by the time we're doing the scene but yeah we're doing I'm doing the scene and Mark's fucking uh, all three of us um Sienna Day, Amber Jane and me oh my god so we had to go get tested and we pulled into the services we pulled into um a services on the M4 pulled up on the edge of the fucking car park really busy and shagging this is daylight as well shagging in the front front seat fucking the car did get very steamy <sighs> I fucked a lot of girls in cars as well. So yeah, I love public sex. Um, we've been to the Cheese Hill and had a blow. I've given them a blowjob. <laughs> Anyone that doesn't know what the Cheese Hill is, look up the Cheese Hill. Um, they've literally just had um, the cheese rolling the other day. Uh, I think it was last week. They basically throw a cheese down this fucking massively steep hill and people run after the cheese to try and catch the cheese. Um, it's fucking really popular. So have a look and you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, rimming that's the control like to be fair I just like rimming don't get me wrong I don't want a fucking sweaty arsehole on my face like I don't enjoy it that much <laughs> but if your butthole is fucking clean I'm fucking going down there and I'm eating it out um I like that one that's a control thing as well where it's like I'm sucking the dick and then he's like pushes my head into his arsehole yes um god there's so many things I'm gonna have to otherwise uh, I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do another one of these um podcasts very very soon and I will bring up more because otherwise it's just gonna be the longest fucking podcast like I've already got I think I'm get uh, an hour and a half um and then obviously however long this bit is as well. So it's it's very long. Um, what else was I going to say? I don't think there was anything else I was going to say. But yeah, that's there are a few things that turn me on, that get me horny. Control, choking, rimming, public sex. Yeah, I think that's three of my main ones, really. Four of my main ones or whatever they are. Or however many it is, I don't know fucking how many it is. Um, but yeah, horny motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, I'm just inserting this bit here. This is the Saturday after we all fucked. Because um, I know that I commented about um, having a foursome this week. Well, this is after, and this podcast is going to go live tomorrow. So I thought I would quickly 
update you. Sorry, I think I'm a bit close to my microphone there. Oh, I'm trying to suck it. No. Um, so mm, we had our it was gonna be other foursome, wasn't it, with Sienna Day and Amber, but we had our threesome because uh, unfortunately Sienna had to had some family issues, so she, so she couldn't so she couldn't get there. Um it was very naughty. But I just actually I just wanted to come on because um I was going to obviously talk about the sex, but also let you know, because it's just a funny as fuck story, really. So, right. Let me start you in the day. Obviously got up. First of all, I on Thursday, I got up. I took the dogs out at like seven because it's really fucking hot. And obviously bulldogs can't go out in the heat. Um, and I also thought we were shooting. Um, so, yeah, I took them out, walked them, got in the bath shaved all up you know like washed my hair did all the you know usual stuff did my makeup really fucking nice was voice noting the two girls and the whatsapp going oh yeah da, 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 can't wait to see you and all that amber comes on and she's like going oh yeah well tomorrow's gonna be really really hot tomorrow's gonna be really really hot. i was like why the fuck is she going on about tomorrow like why like i don't care about tomorrow like today we're shooting like you know <laughs> and then all of a sudden i was like tomorrow oh fuck yeah we were shooting on Friday and not Thursday so I had gone to Mark on Tuesday I was like oh we need to book this um this suite everyone said yes it's cool um can you book it for me for the Thursday so Mark booked it for Thursday I got all ready in my head I was ready and then all of a sudden I realized that no it was Friday we were shooting, so we had to phone up. <laughs> I was literally about to leave. I was half an hour away from leaving to go to the location. The location was in he- near Heathrow, um, like which is in London. So that's like two hours for us to drive, all of that. Imagine if I hadn't been WhatsApping with the girls and Amber hadn't gone, oh, tomorrow. I wouldn't have realized I would have turned up three o'clock, which was the time we said. And I would have been sat there going, where the fuck are the girls? Where the fuck are the girls? Fucking hell, what a twat. So anyway, we managed to get the suite for the next day and cancelled the hotel. Luckily, we got our money back because we cancelled it earlier. But yeah, so, and then obviously this Friday, I then got up and my, my makeup fucked up. And I was like, oh my God. Now, for anyone that doesn't knows, um, I'm like a total... Um, when I first started in the industry, I'd never done my makeup. I wasn't into makeup, but like I said, I wasn't a glamour puss. I wasn't, you know, and back then it was very different um, to like how it is now. I mean, now makeup is fucking huge. Like it's huge industry and um, girls a lot young, uh, younger are doing makeup. Well, I was never into all of that shit. And I've only really just started to learn how to do my makeup in the last sort of three years, I would say, and improving it because they actually kind of take the time to want to improve it. But yeah, I'm still not perfect, obviously. And um, so yesterday I did my makeup and well, I did my eyebrows and then I did put the the eyeshadow on. And I was like, you know what? I fucking hate it. <laughs> like, I hate what I've done. So I had to take off all the eyeshadow and everything and start again. My makeup looked okay by the time I finished it. But yeah, it was, I was like, for fuck's sake of all the, you know, 
<laughs> gotta be going soon so anyway we get to the location amber turns up we're doing it kind of sex tapish because um last time i shot of amber we did it pov so where we were all holding the camera and i was filming them and then mark was filming so it was like real close up you know like real close up stuff angles pov style which is point of view so today it's for yesterday we decided we're going to do it sex tapish because we started shooting like sex tapes this would be sex tape number seven i think it was um so we just put the camera on a tripod and we just all fucked like oh my god it was amazing it was so good it was just like real rough real nasty Amber was like oh yeah just fuck me up and take control and all of this so it was, it was really really like re- a really good scene um 27 we got 29 minutes I think for the for the boy girl girl Mark spunked all over our faces and then we um he fucked off in the other room and I was like, hmm, I want you to eat my pussy with all this spunk all over you. So, and we ended up doing a 15 minute girl girl with literally all the cum all over us still, all over our faces. And Mark had managed to get it in my eye on this massive, cause obviously I had massive lashes on. So for the whole scene, I was like, oh my God, my eye, like I definitely had fucking pink eye. Um, and randomly I had had pink eye two days ago because we'd shot a custom where the guy was like oh I want you to spunk in I want him to spunk in your eyes and on your nose um so yeah I've had a lot of pink eye this week but um yeah it was really good anyway so we finished 45 minutes the whole scene's total 45 minutes I come into the living room of the suite and I'm like oh fuck (laughs) the windows are open so we'd we'd done this whole scene uh me talking about earlier about like not um like not fucking in front of people when I shouldn't do but now we've just fucked for 45 minutes porno scene like fucking proper full-on like you know loads of spit fucking all of this stuff and the windows the two little windows in the living room we were in the bedroom shagging but in the living room had been open I just can't believe that no no one knocked on the door and said can you keep it down a bit but luckily like looking out the window you could um you kind of like you know when you're in a hospital or you're in a you're in a block of block of something that you can look out and there's like a little bit of um we were on the fourth floor so we weren't right at the bottom obviously um but you can look out the window and there's a little bit of space and then you can see the windows from the other side like the other hotel kind of um the other side of the hotel so I don't think it was somewhere where that people could sit um like in the little space but yeah they someone must fucking heard us I was just like oh my god how funny but yeah so that was our day yesterday um it was a really really good scene and I'm really excited for people to see it because yeah it was cool it was 45 minutes worth of filth but I just wanted to inject in here how the day went and what the scene was like because obviously I was chatting about it um a minute ago in a way so yeah, this scene's coming out soon to all our only fans. But I'm going to go back and put this into this podcast now and then uh, carry on listening because I want to get it uploaded today for tomorrow. If you're listening, I managed to do it. Right, I'll be back. Carry on with this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye. My wanking has definitely changed over the years, though. 
my personal wanking has changed like totally like before i used to wank um and just make porn if you know what i mean like oh i need to come i'm gonna make a porn film whereas i now do a lot i think my wanking is the highest it's ever been um in my life I was like, I turned 40 and was like, oh, I'm going to fucking start wanking again properly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, I've really got into it and making myself come. I'm watching porn. And also, so when I wank now, I like to watch some porn, but I also I've got a thing. So I either watch porn, um, usually gay porn and daddy porn like there's this one porn hub thing it's like muscle bear something yeah that's my go-to at the moment but um but I've also really got into using my imagination um but not necessarily using my imagination like dreaming about things but thinking back over the sex I've had with Mark um which I have never done before I've never wanked over a partner before never like maybe my imagination wasn't that good back then or just like you know yeah I just never I never did it but I've started like the last year I've started wanking like I'll think about back about the fucking sex we've had like thinking about him fucking coming in and just fucking me like literally saying nothing to me and just fucking me or like or sex that we've had or whatever and I've come so fucking hard which is really different for me because uh, that's not something I would have done before at all. So yeah, that's my two go-tos, either the gay porn or fantasizing or thinking back about the fucking sex we've had. And I'm wanking quite a bit. Yeah. I do get the days now where like, you know, when you say to, like I say to a guy on OnlyFans, I'm like, oh yeah, have you been wanking all day? And they're like, oh yeah, a little bit. And I'm like, I've been wanking all day. Like, if I decide I'm having a wank, I think I'm going to have to wank after this. But, like, when I decide I'm having a wank, I could, like, come in, like, three, four times within the hour. Do you know what I mean? I just have to fucking, like, I just can't stop fucking coming, wanking. So, yeah, that's definitely changed over time. (laughs) And the reason I answered that one is because I always ask, do people masturbate? Like, I love that word, masturbate. That's another word that I use now that I never, ever used to use. I always just use wank. But, like, I love asking people, do you masturbate? So, yeah, that's my masturbation skills right now. They're fucking high at the moment. I do feel that, turn like, a, I think I've already said this in this podcast, turning 40 has made me more like into my body and and whatnot so okay now I'm gonna ask if I could have one sex position for the rest of my life what would it be now I like a lot of fucking positions um it's a really fucking difficult question but if I had to choose one I think I would do missionary like missionary is probably my favorite position like I know it's really boring like for people that are like, oh god missionary like 
but missionary is there's so many different ways of doing it like you can have your legs down you can have your legs up you can have your legs spread within pushing the weight on you um you can have him really like I have a thing about him getting on top of me like my legs down getting getting on top of me and putting all his weight onto me like fucking literally and it has to be in a certain like I have to have it in a certain um like he has to be lying on me flat do you know what I mean like straight on me um oh my god that like I can click come with his dick in me my clit is on his fucking like you know just above his cock That makes me click cum. Sometimes I'm just like, just need to get on top of me. I need to fucking click cum. I need to click cum with your dick inside me. Just get on top of me. And then once I've come like that, and then like, uh-huh, now put my legs back. <laughs> put my legs beside my fucking like body. Put all your, your weight on me. I'm fucking well, on my legs, hot, like your arm, your hands on my legs. And then fuck me like that. And then that makes me squirt that way as well. <sighs> so yeah, definitely missionary, I think. Because there's just so many different ways that you can do it you know I do love to suck dick though there's so many different ways you could suck dick as well isn't there that gets me wet I've always got wet doing that like always got wet sucking cock so it'd be missionary and sucking dick i know that's two positions but if i had to choose one it would be a one it'd be the fucking missionary because there's so many different ways of doing it oh my god it's so good it's so good where's the craziest place we've had sex wow wow um some of you might have already heard this because obviously i have said about it on the podcast um one time we went to Barcelona and um, we were staying in this hotel. It had a rooftop bar, rooftop pool, a little triangle pool. That um, wasn't massive. We were in there. Basically, I started. I do like rubbing up on him in places that we shouldn't do. Obviously, the dick got hard. I pulled my pants, my knit, well, they're not pants, but they were like. Um, bikini bottoms I pulled them to one side and I just got on top of his dick there's all these there's a couple of people in the pool um loads of people sunbathing because it was in August so it was like fucking you know peak time and we fucked yeah it was good like we couldn't move very much but I was literally just I'm doing it now as I'm sat in this chair just thrusting like up and down into his dick and yeah it was good obviously he couldn't get out of the pool straight away because his dick was still hard once I'd finished and I got off and I'd left and I was laughing because he was in the fucking pool like hello <laughs> um we also fucked in the um the toilets at the airport coming back which was kind of horny as well naughty fucking dirty I had I do like the fucking public places Obviously, not when anyone's around. Um, but yeah, public place sex is good. This podcast seems to be going on for a long time. I think it's because I stopped for a sandwich. I might stop for a wank in a minute. And then finish it off. Yeah, I'm going to do that. 
I'm going to go and just um, enjoy myself for a minute. Um, and then I'll be back to finish you guys off. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening so far. Um, sorry that I'm very sporadic, like going from this subject to that subject. And yeah, I've totally realized that it's quite difficult doing a podcast on your own. But what I'm thinking is basically uh, my when I first started the podcast I was so nervous and then like slowly I've got a little bit better with it, like people and um and you wouldn't hear my nerves necessarily you can always tell when I'm getting a little bit turned on and nervous because I start talking really really fast and I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god when I'm talking to these other people but obviously this is my first podcast on my own uh and I've realized that it's quite hard because of the way my brain works so yeah but I want to do it and I want to improve um, being able to chat on my own, chatting about certain subjects and stuff like that. So I will be doing it again. Um, I hope it's not been too boring listening to this. And I apologize for like going all like from one subject to the other, but fuck it. That's just me. Um, I've now sat again, oh my God, people are listening to this and thinking I'm a weirdo. Not weirdo, but like just, but at the end of the day, this is me. This is who I am. This is how, you know, how I, how my brain works. So hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to go for a quick wank. I will be back to finish this off very, very soon. So watch this. Wait here. Do not go anywhere. I will be back. I'm hot now (laughs) that's literally like a minute fucking like oh my god let me clear it first let me click on so I'll take my top off I'm so fucking hot okay (laughs) um take a drink who's fucking pissed by now right I'm going to do this and that with myself. I don't know how it's going to quite work, but I'm going to do it because I want to do it. Okay. Tea or coffee? Definitely coffee. Take away a home-cooked meal. Home-cooked meal. Oh, my God. I'm like out of breath. Calm down, Angel. My heart's going. I've just come so hard. Reading on movies. Mm, I like movies, but I do also like to read. But it's, I don't do it all the time. Champagne or spirits, anti-total, I don't drink. Pepsi or Coke, Coke. Dog or cat, dog. Netflix or YouTube. Well, it used to be YouTube, um, used to be Netflix. I would say it's YouTube now. Facebook or Instagram. Instagram definitely not Facebook but Instagram I'm not great on social media there if I'm honest swimming or sunbathing it would be swimming if I had to choose the two I used to be a really good fucking swimmer like when I was younger I used to be in a county level like Wiltshire County like going to all the different places and swimming and stuff I used to swim like four times a week when I was like a kid so I was quite good at swimming then I stopped swimming when I was about 15 didn't swim again for years now 
I fucking hate it. If I'm honest, <laughs> I hate getting in the water. I hate getting changed afterwards. Like I can still swim, but still I probably wouldn't be a very good swimmer. But um, yeah, I just hate that like getting changed and the wetness after. Like, oh, it's so fucking cold. Anyway, cake or pie? Cake. Bath or shower? Shower. Winter or summer? Summer. Text message or phone call? Text message. Meat or veg? Meat. But I do like veg as well. PlayStation or Xbox? I've only just started getting into gaming, as you guys know. I'm happy to say that I have completed my first game the other week. Uncharted. I did both Uncharted 4. I did both of them on the uh, disc. Fuck yes. Um, I started on Last of Us the other day, uh, well, the other week. And I've got like, I don't know how far I've got through, but I've got to this point where I can't, um, I can't get through. Like it's all the, is it zombie? I suppose zombie kind of people. So yeah, I've stopped playing that for a little bit till I get a little bit better. And I've started Judgment, I think it is. Now, anyone who knows me uh, knows that I fucking loved CSI when I was growing up, like loved CSI. Like I like any crime thing. I now watch, obviously, on YouTube all the real true crimes, which are mental. Like when you actually listen to like a um, like a police interrogation with an actual person who's killed and done all these things, and you just listen to it, like, oh my god. But um, yeah, so I've basically judgment is quite cool because I'm a detective. Yes, I'm a detective. <laughs> um, I have to have my headphones on listening to music though because it's such a fucking cheesy soundtrack like there's always fucking music going and and they've got subtitles anyway so I can read what they're saying and I don't have to listen to them so that's like kind of good but I think I'm going to do a little bit of that this afternoon so yeah PlayStation amusement park or day at the beach amusement park comedy or horror horror spit or swallow fucking swallow but playing with the spit playing with the cum first so like probably spitting it out into my hand uh, licking it up playing with it all of that sort of stuff then swallowing it facial or cream pie oh that's a really fucking difficult one facial for porn oh no i love a cream pie i love them finishing inside me like filling me up like it drips out like I think I'd probably say facial though if I had to choose one oh because it's just slutty and it getting fucking spunked on the face and in the mouth and stuff oh god it's so difficult right now facial yeah Butt sex or pussy sex? Mm, pussy sex, probably. But I do love butt sex. If I could have, if I could know that I could just fuck my ass whenever I wanted and um, without having to clean out, it would be butt sex, definitely. Pussy licked or given a BJ? Given a BJ. 
I've always loved giving a BJ. There's something so amazing at being able to suck their dick from soft all the way through until they blow all over your fucking mouth, your face, whatever it is, but only using your mouth. Oh my God. You know, when someone's like, yeah, well, I can't come if just using a mouth. I'm like, you fucking will with me, babe. I promise you. Because I just love it. I love sucking dick. Rough sex or slow and sensual? Rough sex. <laughs> Rough sex. Totally. Bed sex or any room but the bedroom? Mm-hmm. I think bed sex. Really. I do like any sex anywhere. If you're wanting a really good hard fuck, you know, it's a lot easier on a bed. If you're wanting a quickie, or then anywhere but the bedroom. Buying sex toys or sexy lingerie. Sex toys, I think. I have a bit of a fetish for buying sex toys. Quickie or an hour of sex? I love a good quickie. But I also love an hour of sex. Oh, my God. I never realized how difficult these questions were when you actually had to choose one or the other. An hour of sex. Oh, I don't know, though. Quickies are fucking... There's a time and place for everything, isn't there? If I had to choose between... I'd have an hour. Lights on or lights off? Lights fucking on. Sex outside, yes or no? I think I'll take a yes for that. Threesome with a guy and a girl or two guys? I want a threesome with a guy and a girl. Mm. I want to eat pussy while I get fucked. Yep. That's what I want to do. Now, that was my this and that questions. I hope you enjoyed listening to my ramble today. Um, It's been fun. I hope it's been entertaining. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to it. I hope you've had fun. I really fucking appreciate you guys listening and sending me messages and stuff like that. So please make sure you do that. I think you realize that my kink is having people like watch me and all of this sort of stuff. Well, this is another kind of kink, isn't it? When people message me and go, oh my God, I listened to the podcast, loved it. So it's kind of cool. I, 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 it's good. I like it a lot. Um, and it also kind of feels that because you get to see or hear me being me, um, you're kind of learning who I am as well. And I feel that like sometimes like in my brain, I'm going, oh my God, I just talk so much shit or oh my God, like I just go from one subject to the other subject or oh my God, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you know. So like when people actually listen to it and go, you know what, it's actually kind of cool. Um, I like listening to it. It's kind of nice thinking that I can actually do it 
that might seem really weird um and I don't really know what I'm trying to say myself in a way but like this podcast it really puts me like you know for my social I'm not very good at social media and stuff so you only see what I want you to see as such you know like and I'm, I'm you know I'm not very good at actually doing that so doing this podcast it kind of like is you're seeing into me if you know what I mean like how I am how I talk how I'm so like crazy sometimes um you know with my up and downs like with chatting and things like that so I kind of just think I suppose it's just accepting myself for me like and how I am and this is putting another side of me out to people to listen to so I think it's cool that you know people find it interesting or whatever so that you can just get on with whatever you're doing today um thank you for listening hope you had fun don't forget to oh i can subscribe um also please rate the podcast um hopefully it'll be five stars obviously you don't have to five star me if you don't want to um but yeah i'll be back next sunday with another I think I'm going to do Cherie DeVille. Yeah, I did a podcast with Cherie DeVille this week. I think that's the one that's coming out next week. Oh, my God. You're definitely going to want to listen to it. I can't wait to fuck her. I'm hoping that we get to fuck in January. Um, But, yeah, that'll be out next Sunday. Anyways, love you guys. Thank you for listening. And bye. Have a great day.